What's up, everybody? You're listening to the one and only T-Mac-inspired podcast. Listen as she sits down with regular people to discuss the ideas, the ideas, the opportunities, the opportunities, and the wealth-building strategies that they're taking advantage of so the rest of us can do the same. Eugene Fan Fan. What up? What up, man? It's always funny when people say my last name like that. <laughs> How, how do you pronounce your last name? How do you pronounce you said it? it? You said it the right way. You just how you emphasize the fan fan. You know, growing up, I think it's picked cool. on a lot. <laughs> you did? You got picked on by Oh, yeah. Me? Of course, man. Uh, you already know how it is. Elementary, when you're doing attendance, they're doing a roll call for all the kids, and then actually call last name, my last name. Everybody start laughing. Everybody start laughing. <laughs> for real? <laughs> yeah. So did, did that cause any insecurities? Mm, no, nah, probably when I was, like, younger, but as I got older, it was like, Nah, and then everyone kind of like you, just like you said. Now, like, oh, that's unique. As you get older, you know, people are like, oh, it's unique. When you're younger, you know, kids gonna try to find anything to pick on yourself. But, For uh, sure, yeah. fan, fan, fan. What is that? Uh, it's a Haitian last name. So my background, I'm Haitian. Okay. Fan, fan. I like it. I, I think it's cool. <laughs> I really do. I really do. All right, we're gonna jump right in. I, I'm so honored that you you said yes to me to have this conversation. Um, we're in the same Absolutely. inner circle, you know, we, we haven't, we've only met once, right? Maybe twice. Yeah, we met, no, I think we met, twi- I, I, we met, we talked once at the inner circle. I've seen you before, um, my very first time, I think in November, um, at that, that one, but I was kind of busy. I was in and out. So I didn't really get a chance to talk to a lot of people at my first mm-hmm. one, but then the second one that we had, yeah, we definitely, you know, talked and connected. Oh, okay. So I want to ask you a question. And, I, you know, I've interviewed quite a few people in our inner circle, but I haven't asked this question. It just hit me. As an entrepreneur, because you are an entrepreneur, um, yeah. and I, I saw that you used to own your own car lot, right, for like four mm-hmm. years, your own dealership. Yeah. We'll yeah. talk about that later. Okay. Um, I know you help people in the financial space, right, with the financial yeah. literacy, credit, and all of that. But... This is something I, I, I wanted to know. What made you invest $155,000 for a mentor at this point in your career? Um, man, that's a great question. <laughs> that's a great question. So me and you both invested our mouth. And I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm keeping it 100. Like, that's the most I ever invested for, like, a mastermind, a training, like, 155. Like, the most I ever did before that, before then, was, like, 10000 so jumping from 10,000 to 150,000, like that was a huge jump. And, um, you know, I got to a point in my entrepreneurship career, you know, obviously as entrepreneurs, we're looking to mentor people, you know, give people advice and impact them. But then we got to find a coach ourselves. And the other thing was like, I was kind of hesitant first. I mean, that's a lot of money. I don't know if I can do it. But then we're telling our, maybe our mentees and, you know, other people, hey, invest into yourself, invest into yourself, hey. Get the service by investing to yourself. Don't worry about the cost. I'm like, man, I got to practice what I preach. Like, and that's what type of mentor that, you know, people should be looking for. People that practice what they preach, not just what they say. So, you know what? Let me do it. Let me face my fear. But also, it's like we're here in the inner circle for Myron. We got to be that become that customer first, right? And then we'll feel more comfortable, you know, offering whatever premium price that we're offering to our clients because we already became that customer. So when I heard that, so you know what? I got to become a customer. I got to press what I preach. Let's do it. You know, um, when I told my wife, like, man, that's a lot of money. She's like, I don't know if you should do it. 
Then I was like, man, like, got to invest into ourselves. Like, you know, we're going to get the return on the investment on the back end from the knowledge, wisdom. Um, but we just got a price where we preach. So that's why I did it. Um, and it was one of the biggest investments I did, but one of the best investments because of the value that you, you get in the inner circle um, from hiring and mentorship, uh, people like yourself, just the connections, man, it's worth so much more. Like the value that you get is worth way more than an investment. Like it's worth millions of dollars that you can't get anywhere. So that's why I did it. Um, I'm excited. I don't regret the decision and I'm looking to invest more in the future. The more you invest, the bigger the return that you're going to receive, but the asset that you become because of knowledge that you have. Mm. Mm. So how is it, how has being in the inner circle helped your business? <clears throat> okay. Um, great question. So the way it helped my business, but the first thing I want to say is the way that it helped me first. Mm. Because one, we're all the business, we're, we're the business, right? We're the business. So the way it helped me is one, it built my confidence, right? Because I know that, hey, look, I'm around high level entrepreneurs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it built my confidence, right? So it was like, okay, my confidence built up. Now I could give more to the marketplace, right? And from doing that, like my income grew because I was able to impact more people because my confidence level was on a whole nother level. Why did my confidence grow? Because one, my environment changed. I wasn't just hanging around regular entrepreneurs. I was hanging around high level entrepreneurs, right? So when you change your environment, like it's going to push you, whether you're going, if you're going to a good environment, it's going to push you. And that environment pushed me, you know what? Let me go next level. Let me start slacking off. Let me give it hundred percent because you got high level entrepreneurs doing that. And it's like, okay, well, I can't slack off because you're around people that's like, you know, 10 X and everything they do. So it really pushed me to step outside my comfort zone and really take things to a whole nother level. And my confidence, I was able to impact more lives, do more, uh, do more. Like I was able to do more because I'm seeing people do more. I'm hearing the numbers that people are earning in that group. You're hearing a dollar amount that they're earning. Like, hold on, man, I got, I got to step my game up. Hold on, you're telling me they made this in a day? Like, nah, man, I got to step my game up. So it pushed me. But also the last thing I want to say is like, because sometimes we could cap ourselves. But right? I mean, you know what? This is the most that I could probably earn a day, a week, a month, a year. <laughs> Right, we cap ourselves. But then when you see someone else doing something in a day, like, hold on, man, like, dang, if they could do that, I could do that too. Mm -hmm. Right, so now I open up my eyes, like, you know what? It's more out there. So let's go out there and get this thing a thousand percent. So, but yeah, man, it increased my business, uh, my confidence level. Uh, now I can mentor at a different level. The conversation is different because the wisdom that you're hearing, the information that you're hearing is not the same. You're hearing from, you know, biblical principles that you could, you know, teach on. And it's, it's just a lot. So it, it helped grow my, it helped grow my business a lot. Yeah, it's, it's wild. It's, it's, it's crazy because, you know, like you said, it's a bunch of high level entrepreneurs that are, I mean, we just, it, the conversations that, that you have, we have with each other, like even a year ago, we couldn't have those conversations. Correct, they didn't correct, exist. Correct. We didn't know, but we didn't know it existed. Like, correct. It, it, it was just, it, it's mind blowing. And it literally immediately changes your whole world. Like it, it really changes your whole world. So yeah, can you touch on something? And I don't want to forget this, the conversation that we could have in our environment, right? Because understand we can't have that same conversation with people that's working nine to five or people that never made that type of income before. They're going to start confused. Like, hold on, you, you can't do that. 
I, you shouldn't be trying to do that, right? You can't have those same conversations with everybody. So now I feel like now you feel more comfortable, like, okay, like I, I don't have to worry about trying to fit in or with this, you know, because again, these people are operating on a high level. You can have these high level conversations, but you can't have the same conversations with other people. People that's, you know, working nine to five or people that are not entrepreneurs, they may not get it, right? It, it made it go over past their head, you know? And I think that's one of the great things about that, that uh, inner circle is that we can have those type of conversations. So what about, I know, we, I know like, when, when, trust me, we're not shading anybody that works a nine to five because Lord knows I did it for 25 years. But, yeah. what, but I also was an entrepreneur as well. So yeah. Let's not get it twisted. Yeah, yeah, I know how I had about 20 jobs in my lifetime. So I did that. Right, right. <laughs> right. So what about what about the the entrepreneurs who are out there who say, there's no way I can do that? There's no way I can 10x my business, or there's no way I can make in a day what I made or in two years, you know, what it took two or three years to make. There's no way I can do that in, in a day. Like what do what would you say to those entrepreneurs? You got to change your belief, mm. right? You got to change your belief, mm. you know, because, you know, um, you know, we heard this all the time, you know, men without vision will perish. Mm -hmm. So if you're not giving yourself new visions, new goals, like, so whatever you say you could do, that's what you can do. So if you believe you can't do this or make this type of income, you can't do it because that's your belief. So mm. you, you got to change your belief. You got to hang around other people to see their belief level. And then you make grabs a belief level for yourself that's newer. But it could be possible. You got to change your belief level. The other thing is you got to change your mindset, right? You know what? I could do this. Like, not I can't. I could. It's a matter of when, you know? So those entrepreneurs that are out there like, man, I, I can't do this. You can do it. Like, is this changing your belief level? Because it's happening everywhere around us, right? So you so also got to, what? No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you're fine. Go ahead. No, what was the question? So, so what about people that say, well, how do, how do I change my belief? How do I do that? Like, I want to, but I don't know how to change my belief. You just got to change your belief. To me, I think you just got to change your belief. Like, you got to, you know, one, I think, you know, you got to seek information. And I think that sometimes people give an excuse because they want to settle. Like, because society just want everybody to settle. Like, and think about it. Like, they just want everyone to be average. Hey, just go to school, get a job, and just play it safe. Right? And do what you tell do what you told. That's it. Play it safe. And, and it's like, that's crazy. So you got to know that you, you got to be willing to do the opposite of the norm. So your belief level, you got to change your belief level. And also it's the environment. You got to see what environment that you're in. Is that environment allowing you to grow or is that environment having you be complacent? And I think that's a very important thing because that's kind of allowed me to know that, Hey, look, I can make more money because when I transition out of corporate America to nine to five, like I seek them, I seek first. Like that's why I think in the Bible, God says you got to seek first. Like it's out there, but you got to be willing to seek the information, seek the wisdom, right? And I was looking for more, right? So you know what? I know I could do more. And the environment I was in, like even though it was like a low level environment, it pushed me. Like you know what? I can't be here. Like I know I got, I know it's more for me out there, and I could earn more. And I transitioned from the nine to five to becoming an entrepreneur. I never looked back since, but I knew that I can increase my income because my belief level changed. Like you got to believe first. Like if you don't believe, like it's not going to happen. So you just got to, you know what? Let me change my mindset. Like it's a thought. You got to, you got to make the decision. Like that's the very first thing I think entrepreneurs got to make is make that decision. Like you, it's not about having all the money today, having everything figured out. 
make the decision first, commit first, figure the rest out later. So if you're trying to say, you know what, I want to make 10,000 a month. I want to make 20,000 a month. Make that decision first, write it down, commit first and figure the rest out later on how you will get it done. And I think that's part of changing your belief level. You know? Yeah. So what did, what, how did you go from, cause I know you have like two bachelor's degrees. Yeah. You know, you, you did, you were in social work. Yeah. So, like, what was that like between social work and owning your own dealership? Like, what what happened? Uh, man, that was, and it was tough. Let me be honest with you, like, it because two completely different things, right? One, yeah. you're being told what to do. Hey, this is your task that you have to do here. And the other one, you know, you got to figure things out on your own as an entrepreneur. Like, it's not always easy. Uh, but, like, I made that transition. One, I realized my value, like, you know, again, I realized I was worth more than what they was giving me. And the social work, I'm like, man, I'm doing all this work. I love what I was doing, making an impact, changing people's lives, you know, helping them. But I wasn't getting paid for my work. So when I realized, I said, man, I got to get to something that I want to do, um, that I know I can make great income, and I could do something that I like, because I like cars. You know, I really, really love cars. I'm a guy, and, you know, I've just been around cars my whole life since I was young. I said, you know what? I want to do something that I would enjoy and, you know, I'm going to figure it out. And that's what I had to do because being an entrepreneur, you know, I was going to have a blueprint, an owner's manual, tell you exactly, hey, these are the steps. And when I transitioned to the car business, it wasn't easy at first. The first two years, we went through a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. We went through a lot of struggles. But that's a part of the journey of, that you're going to take. And I realized, you know what? Well, this is worth more. You know, even though we have some struggles, we have some lows, this is worth more than me working for somebody else and building their dreams. Because I was able to build my dreams. Um, but it was a lot of work. Like we had to get, you know, it was a lot of overhead. We had to get a location. Um, we had to get the inventory for the car. So we're using our own cash capital, right? So How did you, wait a, a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Go ahead. Because people, you know, I always say we're here for the people. Correct. And I don't want people to look at you where you are now. I want them, I want you to take us through this journey in, in an abbreviated you know, format, but what I want, so the very first thing, that thought that said, okay, I love what I do, but I'm just not, I'm not being paid what I'm worth. I love right. cars. I would love to have my own dealership. Did you have the money right away or? No, nah, I didn't have the money right away. Cause mind you, I was making, I'm gonna be transparent. Even with two bachelor degrees, so I knew I was with more, I was only making $14 an hour. That was like 2011. Like fourteen dollars an hour with two bachelor so degrees. Like, money? <laughs> so, um, man, I had a little bit of money saved up, and this is how bad I wanted to transition out of corporate America. I sold my car. Like I sold my car. Right. I said, you know what? I'm going to sell this car. I'm going to take the money and, and invest into my business. That's how bad I wanted to become an entrepreneur and not want to do corporate America no more. So that's one thing I did. And then the second thing I did, I had a conversation with some of my family members to say, hey, look, I want to start a business. Do you mind loaning me some money? You guys could be investors. I'll pay you back money with return. So that's the thing that entrepreneurs could do. Like I was afraid, you know, I had fear set in, but you got to face your fears. You know, fears are just false evidence of being real. And you just got to find a solution. Because sometimes I think that was a whole people back of making that leap of faith. Like, man, how am I going to figure everything out? Like, you don't got to worry about the how. Like a guy gave you a plan or you got an idea, like everything will fall into place if you take the actions, if you focus on the solution, not, you know, the problem that you have then. So I was just thinking of solutions like, okay, you know, I want to start this business. I don't have the cash capital. I'm already struggling at this. Like, I'm going to, you know, sell everything I have. 
I'm going to have conversations with some people like, hey, look, this is what I'm doing, you know, and are you willing to invest? And that's what I did to get things off the ground. And I still had fear because guess what? Like, I didn't have another source of income. This was either all in or nothing. Like, so I had to go all in on this and make sure, hey, look, I can survive. Um, we have some, some, some nights like, like, man, I'm going to pay this bill. You know, I'm going to pay this. You know, um, we had worries. You know, we had late nights, early mornings building a business, right? You had some 12-hour days, you know, um, but entrepreneurship is not just, hey, well, you work this set schedule. You already know how it is. It's like, it's just crazy. So, you know, but it was worth it at the end of the day, but it was like tough to come up with the money, uh, how to do different things, you know, and we figured it out. And I think that's what entrepreneurship is. Just, we just figured it out. Like, that's just what it is. So did so, you have, a, did you have a, a mentor at the time? Did nah. you have a mentor who had his own dealership? No, so nah. I took that to faith. <laughs> no, nah, I, mean, I said, hey, man, it works. It works. If it don't, I mean, I just go back working in corporate America. <laughs> That's hey, it. But at least I'm going to try it, right? That's I'm it. That's <laughs> it, man. I said, but the only thing I thought about was like, if, you know, just real simple. And I think people make entrepreneurship so difficult and, and it's not, it's just simple. Like, you know, I thought about, okay, if I buy a product, like these, these AirPod case, right? If I buy it wholesale, I could just have, I just got to sell it retail to make a profit, right? And that's what I thought, okay, well, if I buy these cars wholesale from the auction, I buy it wholesale, I sell it retail to the marketplace, and I made a profit. Now, just talk, now just about how many times can I duplicate that? How many times can I, you know, sell this, a product, how many times within a month? Five times, I buy five of these products. I said it, you know, five times a month. This is my profit that I make. And when I thought about that, I said, hey, look, just, that's what I'm just going to do. But I made a lot of mistakes. I'm going to be honest with you. I made a lot of mistakes um, doing the business. I bought some wrong cars. Uh, I didn't really inspect the cars. I didn't bring a mechanic with me when I went to the auction. So I took a lot of L's. Uh, but I learned from it. I don't regret it. Like, I learned from those L's that I took. And I think that's another thing why people don't get into entrepreneurship. Like, they're afraid to fail. Like, oh, man, they're going to say this about me or... You know, I'm gonna fail. I made a nobody lot cares. Of <laughs> nobody cares. Nobody cares. And you know, I went live this morning. And I was talking about that. Like, you have to commit. And you said it a couple times. You have to commit to success first. You commit to it, then you 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 figure it out, or or yeah. you know, go hire a mentor. It God'll send people your way, but you first have to commit. You know, you have to commit to it. And I just find it. I find it weird that people want to see, they want to, they want to see the end and they don't want to go through any pain, any hurt. They don't want to take any L's. They want to play it safe. Well, then entrepreneurship is not for you. You know, and I, I say that all the time, like you're going to fall. You're going to hit your head, but you got to get back up. It's part of the game. It's part of the game. Like, how you gonna be a millionaire when you you ain't taking no risks? That don't, that I don't know where they do that at. Yeah, that's just, you know. Again, I think go back to mindset. You got the wrong mindset. They had a mindset of just they want everything given to them. You know, no. they just want handouts. They want it to be easy. And no. you know, you got to go through that journey and struggles. And I want to say this, and I think you know sometimes what we're going through life helps us for our future and helps us. You know, like a lot of times we may look at a bad situation or what we're going through. Like man, like. Man, I'm just going through all of this for no reason. It's a reason why you're going through it. Like, it's a lesson in that. And I say that to say this because, you know, when I was going through my struggles and I still go through struggles in life, like, it's like, hey, it is what it is. I'm going to figure out a solution. But I say that because I grew up struggling. Like, 
My, we grew up on welfare. We, we struggled. Like, you know, we had, you know, I was working, I was hustling since I was maybe 13 years old. Like, cause my dad only could afford to buy me one pair of shoes. You understand at the time, because my mom passed away, it was just him. So at the time I said, man, you know what, man, I can't, I grew up in Miami, South Florida. So if you're not, you going to school, middle school, you're not dressed nice, they're going to pick on you. You know, I had the last name, so I was getting it both ways. I'm like, man, I, 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 they already give me my last name. I got to dress nice. Like, you know what? I'm going to figure out how to get a job. Like, I'm going to figure this out. So I just started going to different places. And I went to a restaurant. I said, hey, look, man, I clean tables for some dollars. Whatever. I'll do whatever you guys need me to do for some dollars. And they paid me. They gave me some cash. Like, I, they gave me tips. And I used that to buy my shoes. I used that to go on field trips. But going through that experience, going through that struggle, and then figuring things out at an early age. So now I got older. And when I transitioned to entrepreneurship, I looked at it like, okay, it's nothing. Some people cry about like, man, that's nothing. Like, man, go out there and make it happen. Like, you know what I'm saying? But people just want everything handed to them. They want handouts. Like, like you can't expect handouts. Man, one reason why I think people should expect handouts because if you allow people to feed you, you allow them to control you. Like, you should be able to know how to cook food on your own plate. Hold up. Now, y'all hold, gonna, up. Gonna... hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Wait up. You ain't going to just slide past that. <laughs> like that didn't have no power. <laughs> I need you to slow that down and repeat that statement one more, one more time for the people in the back so they can hear it. Look, you cannot allow people to put food on your table because you allow them to control you, right? Like if you're a mm. dog, you got to learn how to put food on your own table to make it happen, right? Because if not, you're always going to be waiting for someone. Okay, I'm waiting for this person. You're not going to do anything. I'm waiting. All right, nothing happens. Now you're in the same situation. Instead of you out there hustling, you going out there, get it on your own. You put food on your own table. And that comes with learning how to do it. And I think people want to skip the learning process. And just like you said, when you get straight to success, when you get straight to the top, when you get straight to the millions without learning, like you can't, like don't skip past learning parts. So sometimes be honest with you, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be transparent. Some of you may look at me crazy, but sometimes when I go into adversities, I was happy. You're like, how the hell can you be happy? Smiling your face and you're going through this. You're like, you're about to lose everything. I say, nah, because I know it's light on the other side and mm. I'm learning through it. This is making me stronger, like real talk. Like, I swear, like, I'd be so happy. Like, okay, cool. I'll figure it out. Like, I'm happy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm still good because I know that I'm learning from it. It's making me stronger. And then it's going to be like on the other side. I'm going to look back on it like, man, I went through this. I know how to handle this better. You know what I'm saying? So I think yes. people should have that mindset of embrace your journey, embrace your struggles. And again, it's, it's going to work out at the end. For sure. For sure. So, so what do you do now? Um, so what I do now, I'm in the financial literacy space. Um, you know, I transitioned out of the car business because I was beginning to mature in business. Sometimes you may have to pivot, you know, and I wanted to have more of freedom. Car mm -hmm. business is great. Having brick and mortar is great. You know, it's cool, but it's a lot. It was a lot of time involved, especially the car business. Like it's a lot of physical work people don't see behind scenes. You know, you go into the auctions, you manage employees, you're doing X, Y, and Z. It's a lot of overhead. And I got to a point where I wanted to work smarter, not harder. You know, work smarter, not harder. You know, now sometimes you can look and someone can tell you, hey, Tasha, I think you should do this. Now, hold on, man. If it involved me this much time, I'm good. Like, I could do something else and do less of my time and make more money. Um, so I got to a point in my career, my business career, like, man, I want to work less because sometimes when I try to take, like, a vacation, I have to make a whole agenda for the team and make sure they follow it, make sure this, my friend, like, it was just tough to take time off, right? So, man, I got to a point, like, you know what? I'm open to different opportunities. So I started looking for different investments. And when I, you know, realized in the car business, a lot of, a lot of people were suffering because of their credit. 
right? Um, we did a lot of financing. We did a lot of subprime financing because, again, a lot of people had credit issues. Now, I think about it, when we was in school and college, like, we didn't learn nothing about, I know I didn't learn nothing about credit in school. You know what I'm saying? So that's why a lot of people have bad credit. And their parents didn't know nothing, so they can't teach their kids nothing about credit. And it was just a cycle. And, you know, people would get hit with high interest rates from the lenders, you know, and the car would get repossessed. So when I seen a way to really help people, you know, with their credit, coach them, and, you know, help them get a better interest rate so they could actually afford that car payment that the bank has given them, it made a lot of sense to really kind of focus on that with my clients. So it wasn't just about, hey, let me make a quick buck. So I began to offer that to my clients, you know, with their credit, with educating them with their finances and everything. And some of them was able to, you know, qualify to refinance their car from a 10% interest rate down to a 2% interest rate. You know, some of them begin to qualify, you know, to become a homeowner. I'm like, man, like, this is dope. This is lit. And then when I began to realize, like, I didn't have to do a lot of physical. I could do this from anywhere. I could do this from having a phone conversation. I could do this from online. I'm like, man, you know what? I began to get more of a passion for for educating people. You know, mm -hmm. so it wasn't more just like, all right, well, hey, let me sell this product and make quick money. It was really, I'll sell this car. It was really about, okay, now I can educate people, give them value, and they'll pay me for the value that I'm giving them. You know, and I began to fall more in love into that. And at one point, like, I just kind of lost the passion just in the car business and the car game. And I really fall, fell in love with the passion is really helping people. And the other thing was I have more time freedom. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes we could be, put ourselves as slavery. Like, we put, like, a business, it controls us. So I wanted to have more freedom, help more people. And this is where we focus on is helping people with their credit, understanding finances. And then, you know, the other big thing is OPM, other people money. So a lot of people that don't have the capital, like I didn't have, I didn't know I could start with just leveraging my credit. I had to like sell my car. Now we can show people, hey, leverage your credit to make more money. You know, use the bank's money to invest into your dreams and goals that you have. Wow. Amazing. You know, I love that space. I love, <laughs> I love that. I love the credit space. I, yeah. anything financial literacy I'm, I'm all over it right yeah because you know we grew up without <laughs> yeah so and you killing it too in a financial literacy space man like you're making it happen yeah. <laughs> you give Thank a lot you. of people game and, and 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 everything that you're doing as well you know and i know you came from the medical foot as a nurse and now you're showing them like hey look man you could be an entrepreneur you know you could right. you know do different things as well and, and educate people right because you know when people go to school you know, in the medical field, like they don't have a class, maybe a class to teach about credit because you're going to, even when you get your career, your job as a nurse, a doctor, you still going to have to use credit at one point. Yep. But you know what I found, what I found with working with nurses, <laughs> the, the biggest thing I found with them is because in that world, when you're in the healthcare industry and you're in a hospital, you're trained to save lives and that's it. Right. So you're trained at how to save lives in, in, in school. And, and then when you go on, you know, the hospital to the hospital, whatever, you're just trained to save lives. You don't think about anything else. Yep. What I didn't know was that after I was done, like completely done with nursing, after 25 years, there was a whole nother world out there. I had, wow. I had nothing about like nothing. You know, when I got into the real estate space, I was like, what? <laughs> what? I can use other people's money. What? I don't need. Oh my God. You know, so it was just so many aha, ahas. And then not only that, I, you know, just implementing and just teaming up with the right people, networking with the right people. You know, it just, it, it, you know, my success in real estate just blew out. You know, it was just super wow. fast. But 
when I went back to teach the nurses, because I, my it was my mission to go back. You know, I'm, I was on that Harriet Tubman thing. I'm like, I'm yeah. They Say my people. Gotta be Say, my people. <laughs> Say my they people. Oh, and they can use their credit. Uh oh, problem. And yep. That's yep. It was the credit piece. Why? Why most nurses have bad credit? Why is that? Because we were trained just to save lives, put everybody before us, take care of everybody else. You know, I don't know, just just horrible credit. Wow. Then that's when I got into the credits, into the, the credit space. Because I was realizing the nurses couldn't, I couldn't get them to the next level because they couldn't access other people's money because they had bad credit for the most part. Not all of them, but you know, the majority yeah. of them. Correct, so I correct. started introducing, you know, the credit piece, right? And then, you know, with that, then I, it just started opening my eyes to other people. A lot of quote unquote professionals or nine to fivers, you know why their credit's so messed up? Because we can't even think for ourselves. Wow. Because all we can think about is going to get to work on time, do what the boss tells you to do, um, try not to get fired, try not to get written up. On your days off, you're thinking about your work because you're thinking about not uh, dreading going back, you know, for the yeah. people who didn't like it. So your mind is always consumed with, with everything but what the thing that really matters to you. You don't know what matters to you. So guess what? You start going, getting depressed, you know, it's a whole bunch of other symptoms. You know, you get behind on your bills, you know, because yeah. you know why? Because you go out here and you, you buy something that you can't afford to make you feel better because you work in a job that you hate. You know, it's just a never ending cycle. Correct, correct. Correct, correct. Did you, so, find, I mean, did I, you find that with the people you work with? Um, you mean um, with people I work with now with their credit? Yeah, your client. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. So now, yeah, man, you, you hit it right on the head, like because they didn't have the education, right? They maybe have a great career, they went to college, um, but they didn't have the education, you know, about you know the credit, which I think is very important. And now they put themselves into debt, you know, maybe because they don't know how to manage their credit cards they may have, and now they put themselves into debt. Now they're in a rat race because they're working a job just to pay the bills, paying high interest rates. And just like you mentioned, like they can't think for themselves because they're always being told what to do. And they're like, man, I got to get a work on time, I do this. So yeah, a lot of clients I encounter, like they got like bad credit and because of lack of knowledge, you know, they don't learn. Some of them like, man, I just know my credit is bad. Like, I don't know what my credit score is, I just know it's bad. Like, that's the very thing that people should know. Like, you know, as an adult, like a credit is like your adult report card, right? No, like, for, for sure, for sure. Yeah, it's your adult report card. So yeah, a lot of my clients got bad credit. Like for example, I had a guy, he made six figures. He was selling timeshare for like the resorts in Orlando. He lived in Lakeland and he made over a hundred thousand a year, but he had like a 500 credit score. You know what I'm saying? You would think someone making that type of income, like their credit would kind of match their income, but it didn't. You know, and his wife was like, man, I'm fed up with renting. Like we, we make good money, but we're renting because our credit is shot. So, you know, we was able to help them get the credit in position. They was able to you know, become homeowners. Um, I say within, you know, six months time of us, you know, getting a credit on point. And then within six months, I was able to, you know, become homeowners. But he was able to be like, man, I didn't know anything about credit. I know how to make money. I know how to work. But my credit was was, was bad. So I think that's something they should add in curriculum. You know, whatever career you have, learn financial <laughs> literacy. 
They're not gonna Learn add financial that. literacy. <laughs> They're not gonna add that. You know that, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The bank's gonna make all the money with people bad credit, so they ain't gonna teach that. No, 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 no. They're gonna make sure that's never in the curriculum. <laughs> <laughs> the banks will make all the money with people bad credit, so. Yeah, yeah. They want people to be illiterate when it comes to finance. That's it. That's yeah, it. Of course. Yeah. Put your money in the bank. Save your money. And, you know, you're going to save your money. You're going to save your way to wealth, right? But you know who's making that, all the wealth? The bank, because they're using your money, trading your money, you know, giving, loaning your money on a high interest, and then they give you 0.5%. Here's 0.5% <laughs> for your money. It's a joke. <laughs> it's, it's a joke. It's a joke. I don't, I don't want to hold you up anymore, because I know you're, you're, hey, entrepreneurs, you know how we are. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, last thing, last thing before we go. Um, I want you to talk to... I want you to talk to the person who they're degreed up. They got yeah. degrees out, out of the yin yang, you know, just degrees, degrees, degrees. They're yeah. in their job. They want to go into entrepreneurship. They're miserable. I want you to talk to talk to that person right now because you were that person. Yeah. Yeah. So what I would say for someone, you know, who has degrees, like, don't just sell. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think, you know, a lot of times we settle because, hey, we're here. We got these degrees and accolades. That's great. But if you got goals and dreams that you want more, you want to become an entrepreneur, like take that leap of faith. Like to having degrees is great, it's cool. I'm not knocking anyone to have degrees, but I'm gonna let you guys know, like I know some people that got more degrees in thermometer. You know what I'm saying? More degrees on a thermometer, they still broke, right? So I don't want you to be that person. Like, you know what? I wish I could have did this. Because the other thing that kind of put fire under me is when I realized that we don't have a lot of time here on earth. You know what I'm saying? So don't be that person that I wish I could have did this and I just worked at this job because I have these degrees and I know, go after your goals, like, and, and look at other people, look at what's going on. I, I know some people who are high school dropouts and they're millionaires, like real talk. One of my guys, he's a high school dropout. He didn't even graduate high school. He's a seven figure earner. So what did that tell you? Like, don't get caught up in society trying to tell you, hey, get a, get, get a degree, get a job and that's it. Nah, look, follow your heart. Like, look for stuff that you have a passion for. Look for something that you can get in. You can make great income. You can service people. And you can have your time freedom and build a legacy. Like, don't get caught up in building somebody else's dreams. Like, build your dreams and leave a legacy for your last name. Because if not, somebody's going to hire you and keep you where you at so you can build their dreams. Like, when I thought about that, I say, nah, I can't settle. Like, I can't settle for $14 an hour. I can't settle for $50 an hour. Even if they pay you $100 an hour, don't settle for that. You're worth more than that. Like, go out there, make it happen, face your fears, and get to work. Get to work. I'm telling you, if you find a mentor, like, especially people that's following Tasha, people that's in your group, like, if you follow everything she tells you, you know what I'm saying? You, you be around an environment, I'm telling you, you're going to have success just like her. You're going to have success just like the other people that you're following. So find a mentor. Find somebody that's doing better than you, have more success than you, right? Follow exactly what they do. Get their routines. Ask them for information. And do what they tell you to do. And I'm telling you, you'll go straight to the top. Yes, yes. So how can people find you? How can they contact you to work with you? Okay. You mentor uh, people, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mentor people as well. Uh, so you guys can follow me on Instagram. It's at Mr. Eugene 06. So M-R-Eugene06 on Instagram, my IG handle. And then my Facebook is Eugene Fan Fan um, on Facebook. You can search me. Just like Tasha said, that's a funny last name, unique. Right, she's picking on my last name. That's an easy name to uh, remember um, on Facebook. And then um, my email. So if you guys want to email me, it's info at creditteam.net. 
Um, if you guys got questions about credit or anything like that. Uh, but yeah. So, so I'll put, I'll put all your, your contact information. I'll okay. put that below. Okay. Okay. So okay. They, cool. 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 They could just click on it and get in contact with you again, brother. This has been an honor. Thank you so much. Nah, man, absolutely. It was a great conversation. I love it. I definitely love to be on here again. Looking forward to seeing you in the circle meeting next week. Uh, let's get it. All right. All right, guys. See y'all next week. Bye-bye. Absolutely. Peace. Hey, hey, hey. Don't forget to follow me, if you're not, on all platforms at TMAC underscore inspired. All right. See you on the next episode. Bye.